Not we one. lost thermodynamic power. <laughs> Ow! Excited. It's eight twelve p.m. <laughs> Sean's burnt out, but Monday, that's okay. February something something seventh. Swoop around, yeah. I'm Sean Hayes. I am your macabre lurch stand-in. Apparently, <laughs> that and, you are. Uh, yeah, I do macabre stuff, and Sean is burnt out, but that's okay. I'm here to bring the energy. I'm Dr. Phil Laporta. I do the science. And uh, I don't know. sweater. Yeah, I got the fluffy sweater on. I got the fluffy sweater because it's medicine? cold, god damn it. Where's my medicine? So, um, what's up with you? Hey, I got a couple things, actually. Sure, go ahead. Uh, number one. Yeah, sir. Not to be this person, but you didn't even notice my beautiful laptop design that is now. You got like the tentacle of, things going on in the back? Yeah, I got like a crack any kind of thing coming I like up. it. Uh, so that's going on. That's Phil. pretty cool. The uh, the X's at the PA Playhouse is going fantastically. Last um, chance to see it this coming weekend. The houses are getting bigger. Like it's really cool. Um, so that's going really well. But yeah, paplayhouse.org. Check it out uh, while the tickets last. You know, get be, in there. Be there on Saturday, and you may spot a bald dude in a fluffy sweater. Yeah, uh, you'll definitely spot one in a tuxedo. That would be cute. Yeah, be you. Yeah. yeah. Although, hey, rocket. The other thing. <sighs> This actually becomes a very good thing. Okay. Uh, I right. think I'm auditioning for a musical. Oh, my God. Really? At, Wait a minute. At Civic. All the, oh, at Civic. So it's like the... the so you can come big, visit me. The bigger theater space and the closer to you space. I was going to say, it's literally, a, yeah, on the other side of the fairgrounds for me. So They were going to do a show in 2020, and it got... Uh, well, COVID. Postponed. Yeah, of course. Don't say the thing. <laughs> Sorry. They've got big, dumb things. So used to it by now. Yeah. And yeah. anyway, but they're... They're getting it back together, but some of the people who are in the cast of this show can't do it. So I, There's an opening for Sean. So we shall... Well, we'll see. This right? is Sean-sized opening you're hoping to fill. In spam a lot. <gasps> um, so, but, but whoever... Um, I was wondering what musical would make you want to. Right. So whoever ends up with these parts, I think like uh, the, the Lancelot part who ends up being a lot like uh, the sort of lumberjack character, the yeah. sort of you know, closeted character... Is open. There's a uh, Sir Oddly Flatulent is open, which I think is just sort of like a sight gaggy. As, as much as I love round table person, I, I love that movie. I have never seen the musical. Well, it's I'm not, very it's excited. Not, it's not. I know. It's not. Parallel, a, I know. But, but yeah. of course, it's yeah. But I I'm, I haven't either. But I I know some of the music and it, obviously, and it's really really fun. Now, last part. Good luck to you. Last part. Yeah. You know me and singing, and I have a weird relationship with it. It's like I want to do it, but I think it's hideous when I do it. So yeah. it's a joke. Yeah. Ha ha. Uh, I a, fr- a friend of mine in the cast. Her name is Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's this? Hey, really, Rebecca. This really cool person was like, all right. When I said like, hey, I was thinking about maybe doing. That. I was maybe gonna jump and try this. You know, do you? Because she runs a studio. We'll probably plug it on the show. But she's a musician and a musical theater artist, cool. and a really sure. friendly person. And for she just helped me and was like, you need, you can do this. Hey, she found a song for me to try. She's like, I think this is in your wheelhouse. So give it a shot. Thanks, um, Rebecca, yeah. for helping out my buddy here. Now I'm, swe- I was sweating like from my palms. I could feel it going onto the like onto my. You fingers. look a little clammy right now. Yeah, when I because I'm sitting there like in front of a, like across a piano from a professional who's like, I'll do this. Let me help you out. Yeah, you know, 
Sure. You don't want to be like, uh, and anyway, so it's very tense, but I'm very brave. Uh, yes, you are. Anyway. I'm very proud of you. Yeah. So there. Stepping out of that comfort zone. What's up with you? I'm fine now. It was a good day. Um, I, I First quiz day for my students, you know, one of five. And uh, the early returns, just as I'm looking at them as they're handing them in, looked really good. So I'm actually promising. Pre- it, definitely. Uh, there were way more. Just looking at the front page, hey, like Phil. aced it. So I'm pretty excited. Hey, Phil. Yeah, Sean. Are they punching above their atomic weight? Hey, it's this or me I'm, asleep. <laughs> I know, so I'll it's take it. This or sleep? Um, no, really. So I'm excited because you know I because I the elements work. have an atomic weight. I get it. Yes. Not I'm talking to you. Hey, I, citizen. <laughs> hey, citizens who might not know basic chemistry. That's okay. Um, but well, yeah. Anyway, uh, I mean, so I'm excited. I I'm, I got to grade them tomorrow. I'll know better. But you know, it's it's beginning of a semester. There's a lot of them. It's a tough class. It's like the first hard science class. I'm always rooting for them. So I'm really excited hard to see how it goes. Science, hard science with Phil Ross Cosmos. That's right. Um. Also, two, two, two. Not we one. lost thermodynamic power. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> wow. That, I roused Howard. It. No, yeah. not roused Howard. I uh, Reb. Uh, what's his name? I'm trying to think of the actual actor's name. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Moving on. <laughs> Good day. Anyway, got two guesses for the pattern. Really? Yes. One just came in. Citizen Andy, so close, but not quite. Okay. And one. And you're not telling me these guesses, by no. the way, so everyone is clear. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't benefit from your intelligent yeah, guesses. Yeah, well, I'll say it, th- actually, you know what, I, sh- I should. I will say this, this wrong guess, which is Citizen Andy said, does it have something to do with lying to the authorities? And the answer is no. It does okay, not. wait a second. I just got done saying that I don't benefit from I, their shit. I decided, like, I decided that I will. I decided that I will. Let me him a liar I decided now. immediately. I but went we'll back. tell them that you never told me any other guesses. I, that's because that was the first really like clear one from a citizen Phil you need to tell them the following information yes you have not shared previous guesses with me whether or not they were substantial no but thank you 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 make me sound like this is not set up but now I'm not going to tell you this one good citizen my wife okay got it well, that's not going to count for I know. prizes. No, though. not at all. Although I'm and I, w- I do want to say she figured it out. You always say that, but she did write down every headline okay. that was well, fake. So she was like really commitment. trying to keep absolutely. Hey, and by the way, citizen, if you go in the show notes, I have been including the fake headline in the show notes as well. So you can go back and take a look at those. And speaking of, shows you how closely I read the show notes once I write the blurb. Choo choo! The weird is coming through. It's time for train wreck headlines. Oh yeah. About time. It's about time for the train wreck headline. Yeah, indeed. Mm-hmm. Christopher walking on the train tracks, bitch. <laughs> I've got five fake, no wait, five real headlines. I like the stop in the middle of the impression. <laughs> Hello, I'm Christopher. Wait. Just Everybody wait. does. Please wait. Anyway, uh, five real headlines from the news and mm. one fake one that I have completely made up. Mm. But maybe real in some some other part, and I just never find it. So anyway, spot the fake that I made up and win the day, whether or not that fake one is real or not. Do you get it? Anyway, here we go. Fake mustache, nose, and glasses enough to fool some red light cameras. Study finds. <laughs> Chicken named Henny Penny taken into custody at Pentagon Security Area. Interesting. Fight over mayo ends in life sentence for Iowa man. Mayo? Mayo. Okay. Florida sheriff halts Facebook comments because too many crimes reported. 243 pounds of contraband bologna seized at Texas-Mexico border. And suspect in Las Vegas crash said ghost of NASCAR driver told him to drive wrong way. So damn slow, Phil. Have some pride. 
Thick mustache, nose, and glasses enough to fool some red light camera study finds chicken named Henny Penny taken into custody at Pentagon Security Area. Fight over mayo ends in life sentence for Iowa man. Florida Sheriff Ralts Facebook comments because too many crimes reported. 243 pounds of contraband bologna seized the Texas, Texas Mexico border. And suspect in Las Vegas crash said goes to NASCAR driver and told them to drive wrong way. How you doing, my buddy? I don't know any of them. No, I haven't, know none of haven't them. clocked any of these. And this I week. was going to tell you at some point today, but it just didn't work out with like your attention span and mine and your toilet schedule being different from what yeah, I was Yeah, I know. Available. You couldn't, you couldn't uh, text me while I was pooping today i did hey hey i'm glad to have not been able to but still anyway uh, i was gonna tell you like i feel like this is a slow weird news week for me because i didn't want to go too far back because okay yeah yeah sure sort of you just sort of what's what's like a whale with krill you just sort of draw it in (laughs) and just process it later calling me fat no, I'm calling you the largest yeah. trivia animal in my basement, <laughs> even though I'm bigger than you uh, in terms of husk. The point is this. <laughs> now we're corn. My unhusky friend. Okay. I think that I've got, okay, the baloney one sounds fake. Don't, it's not my guess. Okay. The uh, the NAS, the last one, the NASCAR, the mm-hmm. wrong way. Okay. And then what was the one right before, what was the, was the last one NASCAR? Last one was NASCAR. And before that was Bologna. Bologna. And Mm -hmm. then what was right before that? Florida Sheriff with the Facebook comments? Yeah, so the last three, I'm like, I don't trust you at all. Okay. Uh, The Florida, the Bologna, just kind of like saying Bologna. So I'm going to say that Bologna is bullshit, Phil. Bologna is bullshit. No. Oh. Sorry, that is is amazingly real. Also, no and no. Wow. Yeah, there was Dale Earnhardt Jr. told him to drive the wrong way on the 215 to get attention. Can I say something? Yes, yeah, sir. Sure. No, he didn't. <laughs> I know he didn't, but I that's what the guy is claiming. Spoil that that's story. what the guy is claiming. Uh, so what, what was fake? Fake mustache, nose, and glasses enough to fool some red light cameras. You know what? You say you completely made it up, and I know that you're telling the truth, but you have no control over like the things that I wander around and find. Right. So recently I found something. Oh, God no, knows how really? old it is. It's probably for like 2016 that was talking about the ability of security. Oh, no, it was pretty recent. Of The security camera like programs these days, or someone is piloting them, where they can recognize you even if you're wearing a traditional... Like, like a full face N- mask? M95 type? face mask. Oh, wow. They're like, don't worry. You don't have to take your mask off for the cameras to recognize you. And some people are like, wait one second. <laughs> anyway, that is out of your control completely. But that is what camouflaged it and kept me from guessing. Oh, well, now so, we know. So that was the fake mustache. Nose and glasses. Nose and glasses to, enough to fool. Uh, some red light cameras. Right. Study finds. Right. Do you have any idea what the pattern has been the last four weeks? Um, Five weeks? Four? Whatever we're on. I think it's five. I think it's pretty clear. I won't know. Okay. Do you want to take a stab at it? No, I mean that I won't know how many weeks it's been going oh, okay. on. That's the kind of attention <laughs> that I pay to the product, Phil. Effort. I don't know, man. Does it have anything to do with colors? No, this is not a color pattern. Okay. It's not a color pattern. Okay. I see where you're at with the red light cameras. No, this is not a color-based pattern. All right, then. So once again, citizens, uh, send in your messages, send in your emails to gmail.com. Do not... Try to get, you know, it's not, it's not citizen, webmistress Caroline to tell you the answer. Yeah, don't you do that. Not only does she have intense integrity, it doesn't count if you got it through her. Yeah, this is this is your, your brain power, because we know you're not brain dead, because if you're brain dead, you might be real dead, and if you're real dead, you'd end up in Sean's cabinet of the macabre. <laughs> That's weird. You're an artist. <laughs> I paint with segues the way other artists work in oils. I got to tell you something, though. What's up, dude? Phil. Sean. Citizens as well, although I know you can't respond quite as quickly as Phil just did. I'll be honest. I am limping. Limping to the gold that I promised to deliver last week. 
Do we all remember this? No. I said it's going to be gold. <laughs> what, I, what I pay attention to with the product. Right. I said it's going to be gold, and you were like, hey, wait a minute. And I was like, well, no, in my corner of things, it'll be gold, because you had to hold up the whip around, you know? Oh, yeah. And this time, I, I promised gold. Well, I limped to that finish line, so let's just call it gold anyway. So, but, but let's think more doubloon than dragon horde of gold. Okay. The show, uh, The X's, the PA Playhouse through Sunday the 13th, remember, uh, tickets at paplayhouse.org, has kept me busy. So I'm not able to offer you the smorgasbord, but pronounced correctly, that I'd like to. Uh, I've, um, I've got no corpse for you this week. That's a shame. No. No. It's true. I'm ashamed. Not a single body awaits you in this short tale, folks. Alas, only skulls, motherfucker! Ah, sneaky bitch. And shout out to Phil for firing this my way, this particular story, upon seeing the headline and then going no further. Can I also um, just say that, unlike other weeks, this was like the one thing the universe sent me was like, hey, maybe he needs this. I'm like, oh. Well, maybe he did. You're welcome, sir. Um, it was better than what I had planned. <laughs> And so now I'm passing on the skull savings to you, citizens. Uh, it's last month, January 21st, 2022 to be specific, and we are in the Netherlands. You're welcome very much. Meet Eric Sagan, happily tromping down a path to a nearby <laughs> canoe that he's going to take out onto a nearby lake in beautiful Zweedland. Google it. It's so nice there. I'm sure it's very pretty. To go fishing and ease his weary, weary Dutch mind. Ah, uh, the Dutch. Just thinking of windmills all day. And, Absolutely. Got to go fishing to do something. Industrious even in repose. Uh, what ends up happening, however, is that before he can climb into said canoe, Sagan sees something poking out of the muddy riverbank. Right next to his foot, in fact. <laughs> yep, yep, a human skull protruding next to what oh. surely weren't cute yellow clogs with red cross-stitch patterns like all along the sides and some fanciful trees carved into the top. But like, what if clogs anyway yeah sagan found himself face to face plate with the dead so a skull poking out of the uh the marshy ground there a quick taking into the scene below actually revealed well take it from sagan quote i won't even try <laughs> don't <laughs> you know what do it i thought is this real or not there was a bag with it so i suspected the worst and yes, there were more skulls and lower jaws in there. And yeah. It's your best work since Kevin. Thank you. <laughs> I've looked at crime scene shots in the source uh, that you know you can find in the show notes. Afterwards, I looked. You know, they, they supplied some. I can't tell you what kind of bag I'm about to talk to you about. Uh, you know, like when he says that there were skulls in a bag. I was okay. I don't know what kind of bag. Duffel, I saw Devil bag, garbage bag. Well, can't Phil, tell. I saw photos of evidence bags. But also garbage bags, also grocery bags. Oh, my. So I guess crime scenes, which makes some intuitive sense, invite a variety of bags. But anyway. No, no. I don't know which one the, you know, the whatever you want to call it, the skull bagger used. Um, so picture your favorite bag, uh, citizens. <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, fill it with wet skulls and gorgeous, gorgeous Dutch mud. Uh, make it a white Valentino bag. Have some fun. Just don't forget the skulls that will ruin Eric Sagan's peace of mind. Uh, so, yeah, cops come, take the, uh, your bag here, of skulls away, and there's Eric, alone and sad, with wet feet, and not even a fish to show for his troubles. 
Well, damn it, you can only keep a Dutch Fisher fella down for so long, as we all know. So by Sunday, two days later, Eric Sagan was back on the horse. And by horse, I mean canoe. Okay. And by this entire bit, I mean Sagan tried to go back out to fish and found another fucking bag of skulls. Are you fucking kidding me? I shit you not in the Dutch fashion. I am telling nothing but the truth. What is he doing? I don't know, but zip, zow, bing, bong, another bag of skulls, you know? Uh, So Sagan's take two of just wanting a minute's Dutch (laughs) piece reveals a second bag of human skulls and provides proof there's either no god... Or at least one very brutal comedian deity. <laughs> so back come the nether cops, the Dutch's <laughs> finest, collecting a second bag of skulls and adding them to whatever fucking bags they brought <laughs> with them say. this time. Evidently, the total number of skulls retrieved between the bags is, quote, between 10 and 15. Wow. So it's not an insignificant amount of skulls. That is not. You know what? That is not a skull amount to sneeze at. No. That is a that is a gentleman's cargo of skulls. Oh my god. Now, there aren't solid updates to this that I've seen, you know, since a report last Monday. Okay. Uh so pretty close to the event stuff at the time and it was in like, you know, translated Dutch sources sure. etc. so it was close to the ground. Um you know, and it mentioned at the time that analysts could tell pretty quickly once they actually got their hands on these skulls uh, that they were not exactly recent. Okay. Quote, the forensic team told Eric, by the way. Wait a minute. Yeah. What? Holy right. shit. You just told him that? Like Dutch cops are chill. Very as cool. Fuck, dude. Very cool. Uh, well, you found him. We might as well let you in on this. <laughs> they told Eric that the skulls seemed old. This is according to the source. And they found glue residue on them. Okay. Eric Sagan, uh, apparently now a junior member of the Dutch police, told reporters, quote, it was probably a hobbyist, a collector. It's a weird hobby. For some reason, that person apparently wanted to get rid of it. Dutch Sagan, future Dutch chief of fucking police. (laughs) Really? Holy shit. Anyway, yeah, the traditional Dutch police told reporters that Sagan's account was right, uh, but that actually determining the age of the skulls beyond them being at least 100 years old... Oh, wow. ...would be impossible, as explained by the Dutch Forensic Institute, which does not sound fake... It sounds like the uh, institute you'd make up to have an excuse to do something. I was like, no, I swear, I f- they, they, the Dutch Forensic Institute verified me. Yeah, I'm from the, 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 the Dutch Forensic Institute. It's not made up. <laughs> anyway, they told police, quote, unfortunately, Dutch DNA testing is no longer possible. I may have added the or word Dutch. Or any other kinds of DNA testing possible. The, I may have added the word Dutch to that. <laughs> okay. Just, but let's go right, back and listen to it without it. Listen to how stupid it is without it, at least spiced up with the word Dutch. Unfortunately, DNA testing is no longer possible, end quote. That's what they said. I don't know if it means they, they didn't pay their electric bill. <laughs> I don't me- know if it means like that they put the skulls in the microwave accidentally. I don't know if the <laughs> meter ran out. I don't know how it goes in the Netherlands. In any event, condolences to Eric Sagan on losing both of his relaxing fishing Dutch days, yeah. fishing days. But congratulations to his crime-fighting alter ego, the analytical expert, Dutch Sagan, motive hunter. <laughs> Thoughts, Phil? Okay, I have a lot. Um... So, first of all, how how far apart were his fishing days? <clears throat> the first one was Friday, uh-huh. and then he went back out on Sunday. Jesus. Okay, so two days apart. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
all of these were human skulls, I'm assuming? Uh, that's all. Yes. Okay. As far as we so know. Bags of strictly human skulls. <laughs> that is correct. Okay. Because you did say skulls and didn't specify species. So I wanted to make sure. Oh, my apologies. Yes. Human, uh, okay. human skulls exclusively. I, I assume there had to have been some humans. Otherwise, it's kind of doesn't. only bag. Yeah, it kind of does It was a human members only. Got it. Bag. Dismembers only? I'll do it. Fuck you. Oh, you get one too. <laughs> Thank you. And the skulls, you mentioned skulls and jaw parts and things like that. So that's why there's a, like an estimate of number right, yeah. of skulls. I'm, I and and by now these skulls had, I'm assuming, no, this was strictly down to bone at this point then. Right. Okay. Because you said that these skulls are how how much? How old? At least. At least a hundred years old. Okay. So more this is not. detail comes with more time. Sure, sure, sure. It's not available, Phil. They didn't, okay. forgot to put a quarter in the meter. <laughs> And and this fishing is that rude? Should I not do that? In this fishing spot uh-huh. of his, this is the last thing I really got. I want to know is so is this fishing spot like close to any kind of town, major road, any kind, of, or is this like an out in the woods like kind of thing? It's in a graveyard. Wait, like, you, <laughs> like this is less mysterious. No, it's, it's if you if you like I said if you actually do Google the area, it's it's very lakes and rivers, it's fjords. You know, it's very. Idyllic, sure. okay, and so it would minus just... the skulls is not usually exactly well idyllic for you. Well, um, there you go. You know. But no, but it's not. Um, it's not heavily populated, but it's also. Okay. I mean, there are like farms and some you know factories here and there. It's All a right, wide so it, landscape. I'm and, just thinking, like, why would but not it's beautiful? Well, sure. It was just a question more of he shouldn't have found a bag of skulls there. Well, it's not, not that. It's more the the who. How did you not trip over this sooner? I'm assuming he's not the only person that fishes in this it lake. Also must how not many... have been there long. I don't think it was there long, but I, I think we'll find out That's because a... that epoxy didn't have much time to wear off. How – glue. who glued these things together and why? Could have been a display of some kind. That's a hell of a but thing. Human remains are very strictly monitored. I know. Well, yes. I'm, by yeah. different – although I don't know again, well, I mean, how maybe it's different in the Netherlands. In the Netherlands but, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Wow. Two bags of skulls. There you go. Uh, human skulls? My white Valentino bag? Do you know that? The vine? Uh, no. I'll play it for you over break. All right. Well, we're going to look at that vine and then we'll be right back. I do not know this fine. Hello. Thank you for calling the Whip Around Helpline. For English, say yes. For Spanish, say Gonzalez Gonzalez. Hello. Is this 911? Hello? Thank you for choosing English. How may we direct your call today at the Whip Around Helpline? My dog whipped my dick off! You've said subscribe to the Whip Around. We've now subscribed your podcast application to the Whip Around. What? My balls off too. Hello? You've said five stars. Thank you very much for rating the whip around five stars. Is there anything else we can help you with today? I'm watching him chew it up. He's chewing it up. He's going to swallow my dick and balls. Help me. Thank you for leaving a positive review. We greatly appreciate this. Is there anything else we can help you with today? I killed this dog. For peanut butter related problems, please stay on the line. All right, I'll wait. Fuck you, dog. I love you, whip around. What? You okay? But do you not want to? I'll bring us back. Do you want to? Hi. Hi. Can I interest you in some science? <laughs> Still matters, damn it! Ow. <laughs> Hurt. I'm tired. <laughs> um, Sean, I this is a subject of a Seinfeld, and uh, I I do agree with this. It's the statement when you're not drinking, are you on or off the wagon? 
Do you remember this episode? Yeah, like, kind of vaguely. I think it's one of the first three, which are... It, um, it's Yeah, I it's, don't it's older. I know those as well. Um, Although I remember the discussion. I'm pretty sure it's if you are... You fall off the wagon if you're drinking. Right. And so if you're on the wagon, you're not drinking. Which I... Is, or you're not drinking to excess. Is correct. And I think it should be the other way around. It feels like if you're on the wagon, you... But anyway... Well, that's because, as, probably because of the popularity of bandwagon. I guess so. Which is but, a different thing. But either way... Um, some people would help, like, Ramis. yeah, well, some people would like a little help staying on or off the wagon, <laughs> whichever way. Yeah. <laughs> That's some yes and right there. There it is. <laughs> well, well, I'm here for you. What can I say? I'm going back to sleep. I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> um, either way you feel about it, some people would like a little help staying either on or off the wagon. Good news. I stay drunk with a little help <laughs> from my friends. Good news. According to a report published in Cell Metabolism, administration of a hormone. Selma who? Cell Metabolism. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a journal. Stage. Cell Metabolism. It's a good name for a band, actually. It is. Uh, too bad it's a journal. Uh, administration of a hormone analogous compound known as FGF21, which stands for Fibroblast Growth Factor 21. Free... I just said fibroblast growth factor. Free growth farms. Free growth farms. 21. Was shown to reduce booze intake by about 50%. 21. Oh. In alcohol-loving monkeys. <laughs> the pre-existence of alcohol-loving monkeys is all right. That's, a, that's rock and roll right there, Here we I go. guess. Yeah, well, it... Project 3Xs. <laughs> get it? This On a jug? Oh, I get it. I was going to say with less Vin Diesel this time. Right. Anyway. So here's what they're doing, okay? A group of scientists from the University of Iowa and the University of Copenhagen are studying if they can take a hormonal route. Copenhagen. Copenhagen? It's more Denmark today. Copenhagen. Oh, it's all Dan. It's all Dan. <laughs> it's all Dan day. <laughs> it's Danish day. <laughs> I'm not going to do this in the accent. I'm trying. Not to I feel like we're <laughs> offending. This is morally gray. I don't probably. Know. <laughs> um, but they're taking. My a horm- father was done. <laughs> they're taking a hormonal. Hormonal route to uh, try to suppress the urge to drink. They got a group of vervet monkeys together to test this. Vervet. Vervet? Is that how you say it? I have no idea. Oh, okay. I bet you it's vervet. Um, do you want to see one? I got a picture. This is what they look like. Tiny little, like the brown face with the white fur around them. Also, They're cute. Yeah, here's one with their blue balls, literally. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's not added on? No, that's real. That's bold. Oh, Isn't my that, God. That's a bold a bold, choice. S- bold choice of testicle Evolution, colors. Evolution, huh? All yeah, right. indeed. So, anyway. But where are his balls? <laughs> <laughs> We've highlighted them. Thanks, nature. Ah-ha-ha. ah so is it like fire? Like if they're like if they are blue, it's really they're really hot. Yes, is that exa- how the monkeys absolutely, think about it? Is absolutely, they, is that what they told you? Yeah, but anyway, maybe surprising, like you said about the, there are monkeys that drink, but uh, lots of mammals. If like- I had bright blue nuts. <laughs> I got to tell you, I think I'd be shit faced most of the day. But a lot of mammals have loved alcohol the for rest years. Of the day, I'd be angrily screaming at my blue nuts. <laughs> They've been consuming. Are they howler monkeys? No. And they've been consuming fermented fruit for generations long before we got good at distillation at home. That's some pretty fucked up side effects. Isn't it? Turns out that the uh, these monkeys can have an in- inherited proclivity to drink to inebriation. So they got a lot of monkeys together, determined which ones were really the heavy drinkers, ended up getting together a group of 20 monkeys. They... What? I just wish we could play the Cheers theme song right now. Like <laughs> Well, guess what? It gets better because what they did was then they gave those 20 monkeys an open bar for about four hours a day to establish a baseline for how much they drank. A monkey wedding. Basically. There was a monkey wedding <laughs> in an open bar. Yeah. 
And uh, once they had the baseline, they split the monkeys into two groups, gave one FGF-21, and the other one got a placebo. <laughs> Did they tell who, which group got which? No, okay. they didn't tell the monkeys. Right. Uh, the monkeys that got FGF-21 drank 50% less than the control group. Wait, what? The monkeys that got the FGF-21 drank 50% less than the control group. So they still allowed them to drink as much as they wanted, but the ones that were given the hormone were drinking about half as much as they used to. Cheap date drug. No, it's not a question of them getting inebriated more. Their intake was less to begin with. So they didn't... They did not imbibe nearly ostensibly. As much. They, but not because they got drunk faster. No, and not because they didn't. You know, yeah, no, not not at all. It was just a question of I they're just, just not drinking them, as much. No, it didn't make them get sauced faster. Yeah. So that was what happened. Uh, right now, the working hypothesis is that that uh, hormone is part of a liver to brain feedback mechanism, and the, when the stuff is present, it messes with the reward centers in the brain, making the drinking of alcohol less pleasurable. And by artificially inducing it into their systems, it seems to have done just that and slowed the brain's need. For for alcohol resulting in less drinking uh, up until now there aren't many medicine-based treatments for alcohol uh, overuse there are some some are actually epilepsy drugs that were actually repurposed that showed a, to decrease the need for drinking uh, there are a couple of them that just make you get drunk immediately faster so that way you get nauseous and you feel all these bad effects so it inhibits you wanting it but nothing directly related right now that, that seems to be this effective at least in preliminary trials to inhibiting just the desire to drink so, you know, as opposed to, you know, 12-step programs and psychological-based treatments, this may be the first step to identifying a hormone-based treatment that could help people kick the sauce. So what do you think? Is it, is it the days of fermented fruit and roses or what? It's like um, it's the color of the mango-scented Mr. Sketch marker, those nuts. The <laughs> now that is a fucking reference. And um, I know... Yes, that I, is also I true. I doubt they smell like that. I would be hard-pressed to believe they would. Uh, no, I don't know. These are, these are the sort of things that I'm glad when, frankly, when we talk about them, when you talk about them, because it's a, it would be easy to take that article, skim a few interesting sentences off of it, eh, misalign them a little bit, exaggerate just a tiny bit, uh, grab the projections that someone irresponsibly sure. made about it, and say, on its way is a hormone treatment right. uh, for alcohol abuse or for whatever. Yeah, now I would say this is also a second step because apparently they did this in mice and it worked in that's mice, great. so they advanced to something that's closer so to I'm humans. I'm excited that the advances are it's happening. It's getting there, but, but also... it's still not, it's not like tomorrow this is coming right. out, right. but it's along the way. And the funny thing is to me, at least looking at this, it's like, let's get a bunch of monkeys, get them drunk. Okay, give them this. Let's see who still gets drunk. Yeah, that's also a solution looking for a problem. Like how can a we get bit... monkeys to get drunk and then get drunk faster? But I think it's also an interesting thing where it's like, yeah, here's here's it's not just humans that have a proclivity for drinking. It's like this is inherited in monkeys too. Well, it's in this bees, is isn't it, it in bees too. Like some of them I get think drunk so, and then they, yeah. if, if they do it too much, they sting them. To, like because they'll be like, get the fuck out of here. Like it's there. But yeah, so this is just a new thing coming down the pipe. I mean, possibly look for it a couple of years. <laughs> uh, keep guess, your eye on the shelf. Keep your eye just in case. Uh, you know, you can get either on or off the wagon, however you prefer that phrase to be. Mm. But in the meantime, if no any further questions, Your Honor. Nah. Then let's have a round. So let's have a round of real or bullshit alcohol laws edition. Okay. Okay. All right. That alcohol is ubiquitous, sold almost every, almost everywhere around the world. But like any mind-altering substance, it's subject to some very strange laws. Are these real legal guidelines for tippling around the world, or are these teetotaling lies distilled by yours truly? That was some Mark Summers level shit, man. That was well done. Thank you. Yada da 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 da. Or is it blah? Da 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 da. On the whip around, unwhipped. <laughs> <laughs>
I missed Bow. that show. That was a great show. Yeah, man. Now it's time for Phil to explain oh, right. the fun <laughs> stuff here on The Whip Around. I have to ask the question. I don't know what I was waiting for. <laughs> I don't know, dude, but I'm going to give you a physical challenge upside your head soon. <laughs> Are you ready to play? Yeah. Yeah. Go! Real or bullshit? <laughs> In several U.S. states, including Massachusetts, happy hours are illegal. Oh, my. In Massachusetts, no less. Including Massachusetts. If this were real. If this were real. I wouldn't thought that would be a problem, but that doesn't mean they don't drink. So I'll say oh, it's weird enough that I think it's real. That's weird. The idea you can't be- do that. The idea being to curb excess drinking by not offering discounts, basically. Which is why no thing. one ever thinks of places like Boston and connects alcohol there. It's just not part of the culture. <laughs> no, not at all. Happiness part is not. Like, the angry <laughs> drunks are there. Maybe it worked in a different way. Like, it works, look it's the- an hour, but it's just angry. It's angry <laughs> hour because it's full price drafts. <laughs> and you stuck with Sam Adams. Right. I guess that's... I don't know. Their summer is good. But anyway. It smells bad. Real bullshit. In Pennsylvania, it's illegal to manuf- manufacture your own cocktail bitters. <laughs> you know, if I never hear about bitters again, it's actually <laughs> way too often. Uh, illegal to... In- well, it's Pennsylvania, and it's about... It's even related to alcohol. So I'm going to go ahead and, and assume that the laws are draconian. So I'll say real. Bullshit. Well, that's too bad, actually. I, yeah. I wish that and fireworks were both illegal. <laughs> yeah, I would have been in jail a while ago. I make my own bitters. You know that. Uh, well, that doesn't... Yeah. Does I know. It doesn't mean that it wouldn't be illegal because hey. this... I know. Anyway. I was kind of hoping I could rat you out. <laughs> Stop making Officer, bitters, I don't though. want him taken in. I just want his equipment seized. <laughs> Immediately. Real or bullshit, in North Carolina, it's illegal to sell or consume any alcohol in a venue where a raffle or a bingo game is being conducted. Real. That's so fucking anal and weird. <laughs> it can't sure. not be, right? You know, that's so American. They have some really that's fucking... so irritable American rule. It's like, all right, listen, we've had enough fights over bingo. You're not drinking when we're doing bingo anymore, assholes. Huh? Real bullshit. In the United Kingdom, it is illegal to drink inside of a, so- a soccer stadium. In the United Kingdom, it's illegal to drink inside of a soccer stadium. Again, some of these, like, and you've gotten far too good at this. I said fart. But you've gotten so good at being able to also create fake mundane shit. Sure. I'm going to say because it, again, it just kind of see it's maybe it's not even America. It's so human to be petty and like, that it's real. It is bullshit. But truth is stranger than fiction in this one. Thank you. It's actually illegal to drink within view of the field. Oh, so it's stupider. Yes, it's it is. You than can that. drink in the concourse, but you cannot drink in your seat because you can see the pitch from your seat. So, the the actual law is dumber than the one I made up. How about that? Indeed, Sean, you need this to win. No pressure. Wait a minute. Yeah, you need this to win. <laughs> I still don't feel a lot of pressure. It's okay. Okay. In the Indian state of Maharashtra, which includes the city of Mumbai. Mm-hmm. In order to possess, transport, or drink alcohol, you need a government permit. India. This particular state, Maharashtra. Right. A particular region where you would need a government permit. Mm -hmm. To drink, possess, or transport alcohol. And it's not exactly entirely rural, as you said. It includes the city of Mumbai. A particularly large city. Very large city. And sprawl. Um... I'm just going to keep coming at you, man. I'm going to just keep... I'm credulous at AAF. 
What's AAF? As all fuck. Oh, okay. Thank you. I just made that up. It was good. I think I stuttered, but now I'm, in, <laughs> now now I'm now a now verbal inventor. There it is. Linguistic ledger domain, my friend. I think it is real. You're a winner. Uh, you got it. All you got to do is believe and fill. <laughs> Did I say bullshit once? Uh, I think you only called bullshit once. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry for being so jaded back then. It's fine. <laughs> Sean's going to take a victory lap. Yeah, I am. <laughs> do that around the studio. Take a Victrola. <laughs> going to wander a- around the studio. <laughs> rocking out <laughs> like it's 1823. Yeah, put on this wax cylinder. We'll be right back. Do they have Victrolas in 1823? It's always game day over at Potadelphia. Come relive the soaring highs and more often the crushing lows that come along with being a Philly sports fan. We cover the week's sporting news from national stories to those that are more Philly focused, all from a fan's perspective. Catch us live every Tuesday night at 9.15 on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Potadelphia. You can also catch us live on the Painted Lines YouTube channel. If grabbing us on the go is more your speed, we're available wherever you get your podcasts. No, I doubt it. Hey, welcome back I to doubt uh, it. Phil the Doubter and the Whip Around Twins. Uh, it is now time for Act what? 3. I don't know. I'm trying to just get the energy up. Hey. I'm kind of sleep podding right now. I'm sleep casting. I'm sleep casting. Blue balls again. <laughs> Three for the road. That time of the show, we talk about things we have time to talk about during the regular <laughs> one of the show. Or didn't fit in with the uh, just light, flashing light monkey blue pictures theme my friend. that we've got going on here in Monkey Dangle USA. <laughs> uh, what's going to happen is Phil and I are going to volley back and forth, three turns apiece, talking about real weird news stories that are burning holes in our respective brains. Uh, at the conclusion of each 30 second turn, you'll hear something a little bit like this, which is Destiny the Decibel saying it is time to shut the fuck and move on to the next person. And again, once we each do that three times, that'll be it. That'll be the show. We will do some plugs, some chitter chatter bang bang, and uh, probably I'll run screaming to nightmares of blue monkey balls. Well, you're welcome. And uh, speaking of what is uh, <laughs> what Phil's sweater is made of, he uh, did a lot of work in Act 2, so let's just let him rest here about 30 seconds while I go first. But first, does he have any questions for me? If you had a bag of skulls, where would you get rid of it? Probably in my bed. So you wouldn't get rid of it in a lake? Not under the pillow. Are you go. In choo-choo, ironic justice coming through news. JD is fucked again, facing charges of grand theft auto, criminal mischief, and more after drunkenly stealing a car in Florida, only to get stuck on nearby railroad tracks and leaping to safety seconds before a train sure did demolish the stolen ride. Per the Martin County Sheriff's Office, JD, now in custody, insists the ordeal was all, quote, a good faith effort to search for his own vehicle after leaving a bar early Saturday. Alas, JD's night went from drunken bad to drunken worst when he tried and failed to steal a forklift from a nearby fruit stand, quote, which he also vandalized. JD is in custody having been arrested after literally approaching local cops and telling him he was still hot on the trail of his original ride. Best of luck, J.D. In, because it's fucking Jersey news, between January 10th and January 16th, 34-year-old Travis Neely stopped by Augie's Deli in Jersey City and did more than grab a Taylor ham and an egg on a roll. He jumped the counter and made off of cash three times. The owner of the deli, Augustine Lopez Sr., 77, was working when Neely tried it a fourth time, but was foiled by an off-duty police officer who was watching the store, while Augie Jr., also a cop, by the way, who was watching the store for daddy, had to step out for a second. Sure enough, the purpose of arrest and charged with four counts of strong-arm robbery and one of resisting arrest. So rob me once, shame on you. Rob me twice, shame on me. Rob me three times. Now I'm going to set you up for a fall. I'm from Jersey. I grew up about ten minutes or two exits from Jersey City. Trust me, people don't get rattled. If you fuck with us, we'll deal with you. Well done, Augie. 
In Ace Ventura Pet Drug Lord news, Belgian authorities and professional killjoys got a tip recently of, quote, a strong cannabis smell coming from a building in northeast Brussels neighborhood Uh-oh. and immediately went to investigate because what violent crime? Anyway, cue the Brussels sprouts puns as, yeah, the Belgian uh- 5 okay, found... 37 marijuana plants in a small apartment father-son duo shared. But, I mean, mm. is that the full picture of who these guys are, pot growers? No. See, cops also found it immediately seized, quote, 52 tarantulas, a python, three scorpions, four turtles, two bearded dragons, and 16 beetles. Oh, and 228 grams of prep for sale or donation, marijuana. And now the pair are arrested and awaiting trial for animal welfare charges and drug violations. And I say, hey, it seems to me that all these guys are guilty of is loving all creatures, which is to say they're crazy high. Alrighty then. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah? Yeah. In Watashi Shiacha Minakoko Nu Ukandi Imasu News, Japan has unveiled its newest mascot in a land known for having mascots from everything from specific prefectures for castles. This one's one with a purpose to scare the shit out of children who are taking trains. Sukiyaki Mori is a monster. Yeah. Sukiyaki Mori is a monster created for the Child Gap Fall Prevention Project. The campaign is the brainchild of the West Japan Railway Company, Osaka City University, and Osaka Municipal College of Design to create this mascot, which I'll describe as a big purple blob, partly shit gecko shape, but way more terrifying. It's got one large red and yellow eye in the center of its head, six limbs, and oh yeah, gaping maw for eating the children that get too close to the edge of the platform. The idea, of course, is to call attention to the dangers of little ones slipping through the gap of the platform as they board the train, which apparently one out of three are under the age of ten that happen that, that happens to. So, oh, it's not too scary. It's been described as dancing when happy also. No word on whether children are staying the fuck away from the tracks makes it happy or eating them gets it that happy, but you know, hey, new mascot, hooray. And when life gives you lemons, make power news. Please welcome Guinness World Record holders, the team of international chemists calling themselves the Royal Society of Chemistry. So obviously all from Kentucky. Why are they in the big cool record book? Why for taking the lead in the vital human endeavor and achieving a new high in, quote, the highest voltage from a fruit battery? I know you're impressed. The group who did this whole thing in Manchester, England with 2,923 lemons, some zinc and copper strips, recently broke the previous record by 1,521 volts. The charge was used, helpfully, to, quote, activate an LED attached to a light sensor that triggered a relay and activated a pyrotechnic system to kick off a go-kart race. So congratulations, humanity. Welcome to a new age of lemony uselessness. We did it. Waste the lemons. And finally, and that's the way this vouch crumbles news. Scientists are at it again, studying the effects of language on our oh brains. Boy. This time they went to show how language might affect your perception of taste. 85, uh, 58 adults from the Ohio State University. These bullshit peaches. You know, the same place that was busy depressing people last week were given three different cookies Bart to taste. Steaks. They were also identical. They were all identical except for the labels applied to each of the cookies. The ones that were labeled, quote, new and improved were consistently deemed tastier than the other two samples. What were the other two cookies labeled? Quote, factory, factory typical and, quote, consumer compliant. Yeah, words matter. <laughs> words matter. They always have. They always will, and they can color our experiences. But why see? I want to see a different study done with more realistic words to see how much they matter. In this case, what did you expect? That's like calling one of them lightly dirty and the other one stool sample. No original recipe. How about no frills? It's almost like you pick words that were unappealing to prove a point rather than do an actual experiment. You bunch of twist pipes. I'm sorry. I need to write this down as the episode title right now. <laughs> what? What was it? Consumer. <laughs> Consumer compliant. <laughs> it is just, of course. What do you think people are going to taste? Like, come on. Just pick shit to prove your point. It's obvious. Way to go, Ohio State. I, I just really don't want to forget. That was very, very good. Thank you. Uh, Phil. Yeah. First of all, what a show. What uh, a show. Thanks, bud. Do we have anything to plug? Yeah. Do we have anything to plug? I like to plug my wife. <laughs> it's, it's not doing any good. Oh. It's fine. <laughs> Well... <laughs>
Oops. Welcome to the entendre round. Uh, uh, Valentine's Day is coming up shortly after this episode airs. So if you have what? I like that we're like the road to Valentine's Day. Hey, once yes, this episode hits. Yes, we are. Now it's real. Now it's real. Uh, and if you want anything special for Valentine's Day, she could rush it to you if you have any other ideas. Hey, it's okay. Get them in. Talk to the lady. Uh, she'll quote your prices. She'll alter clothes. She'll do chain mail. She'll do uh, costumes. Broadway level talent. And Hollywood kind of experience. Yes. I mean, actual Hollywood. Yeah, no, movie. for real. Like, Hollywood we've level. seen her name in the credits Hollywood of an actual le- not, Hollywood not movie. Kind of a Hollywood. No, kind really. Of resume. Like actually, she's done Hollywood work. Right. Hello. Hello. Speaking of which, do you like sports? Hello. If you do, I like to ride the moose. <laughs> Philadelphia, the hottest Scandinavian Philadelphia-based sports podcast in the Western Hemisphere, uh, comes out with new episodes talking about uh, sports from a Philadelphia sort of point of view. Biathlon. I'm guessing they're talking some winter game stuff at some point, probably, too. Uh, That is hosted by Dave and Juicy Gene. And it does come out every Wednesday. They're also affiliated with the uh, Painted Lines podcast. And, and stuff on the YouTubes. Yeah. S- s- slalom. I don't know. But I check them out. New episodes every Wednesday. So after you check out the Whip Around and then, you know, probably listen to some of the Whip Around highlights again, then check out Poddelphia for your sports fix. Sports fans. Dutch. <laughs> and if you need an art fix, I've got the place to go. Citizen Gabby. Check her out. Did you hear that, that sort of wa- wet, <laughs> dry, sort of tacky, muddy sound? That's Phil smiling. <laughs> That's Phil smiling. <laughs> I smile loudly. And I smile loudly when I see all of the you artwork smile she makes. smile like just... something being picked up <laughs> off an ancient tomb floor. Like there's some kind of like biological resin. You, you smile with a sound like a xenomorph hive being like you, you crack the little piece off. You smile with the kind of like Star Wars, you're fucked now monster lair ambiance. You, you smile in HR Giger. <laughs> you smile like John Carpenter's storyboards. You smile like <laughs> the thing. And uh, don't forget, citizens, no matter how you smile, how loudly or how quietly, just remember, we you love you. You smile like the first squirt of a ketchup bottle. Bye. <laughs> You smile like that stuff that she has to push through in the Temple of Doom to get to the... You smile like there's a giant centipede crawling into your blonde tresses. You smile like pigs eat. You smile like what I assume spider porn would sound like. You smile like a bakery project gone wrong. Good night. (laughs)